Hey everybody, and welcome to the worst idea of all time with myself, Tim Bat, and me, Guy Montgomery. This is episode 47. High five. We did it. Five to go. And it's a pleasure to be here. Conditions are perfect. Yeah, things couldn't be any better if they tried to be better, they couldn't be. That's how I feel. That's certainly how you feel, Tim. Um, Let's dive straight into it. No, let's not. We've got to launch a product. What product? Oh, right, us. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we're the product. You better take the reins on this one, bud. Clearly, I am Uh, ill-equipped. So if you're listening to this, that means that we've launched a a Kickstarter in the hopes of getting us all the way to Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, California. California. Which is such a long way away for us Kiwis. That's right. It's like a it's like a dreamland that doesn't uh, exist. We're not going to bore you with the details Someone here. Someone made but up. Suffice it to say, if you're listening, please please click onto it. It's on our Facebook page. We'll bore you with the details. Plenty. Are you joking me? The details are. Hear the, details. Look, the details are. We didn't make any money from this. Yeah. We want to do the last episode in LA. Yeah. And we'd love a helping hand, just a gentle hand, lifting yeah. us into the airplane. Guys lost it. That's, Guys gone, was, people. No, I was just saying I like what it. What you're thing. hearing is a broken man. A broken man at the end I'm of too not, many grown-ups twosers. I won't stand for that. Uh, look, I, I genuinely feel like, what say we've we've climbed Everest, mm. and at the very start of the descent, mm. there were some crags, some icy tundras. Schism? Some, yeah, some schisms. Is that the word you were looking for? A, a crevasse, maybe. There's like a... This, what I'm saying is it was Chasm. difficult. It was difficult. Chasm's the word. They say that when you climb Mount Everest, you've only done half the job because getting back down is just as dangerous as getting up. And uh, and I feel like that analogy is perfect for for the grown ups to ascent and descent. I genuinely feel like we're sort of we're almost down at the lowermost base camp, and mm. like we've got a bunch of Sherpas with us. Mm. Uh, you know, are probably, they as good as Tenzing? Probably, someone's probably shipped in some Blaze pizza. Uh, that's how, I'm saying that's how far down the mountain this we are, how, that we've is, got access to Blaze Pizza. Bro, let me tell you how good both Tenzing and Blaze Pizza are. Tenzing's a good enough Sherpa to bring those artisanal ingredients, and Blaze Pizza are good enough to warrant bringing them on the trip. They're it's both a, as excellent a, as each other. It's a match made. And I look forward to seeing you and Tenzing at Blaze Pizza in Los Angeles, California. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you'll see Sherpa Tenzing in Los Angeles, California. So anyway, the analogy, the, the mental imagery so, that you were painting there is that we, we're on the way down. Well, what I'm saying is that... And we I are. Mean, I, I'm so... Nearly done. Yeah. I, Nearly I, done, love. <laughs> That's us. Or not like... <laughs> so some sort of... Geordie, my knees hurt. Some Geordie Nearly done, love. Just about to finish six. Oh, nearly done, love. Think Not the, long now. It, it was the office episode where he's got to throw a boot over the bar. Yeah. And then the closeout is, it's not Dawn. Someone's, someone, Finchie's gotten his rocks off with someone. It's been a while since I saw that show. Bloody good show. Great, mate. It's Bloody really, good. It's really nice detail to pepper in there. So we're on the mountain, guy, you and I, inexperienced, ill-equipped, and ill-advised. We came in <laughs> hardy like a bunch of German tourists going into a national park in the middle of central North Island, New Zealand. But much like the German tourists, we didn't bring a compass. We didn't bring rope. We didn't bring enough rations, food, sunblock, or clothing to keep us warm overnight. And we have lost our way, Guy Montgomery. We are lost. We cannot see the wood for the trees. 
No, I'm saying despite those insurmount- seemingly insurmountable odds, I mean, we didn't bring any supplies. We'd, we are German tourists, as you, as you stated, in a national park in the North Island of New Zealand. My name's but, Franz. Okay, Franz. Okay, Franz. What I'm saying is we have made it down the mountain. Who are you going to be? <laughs> Klaus. Oh, Klaus, my old friend. I remember when Klaus and I were in school together in in Berlin because it is the only German town I know. It's more of a city when you think about it. I'm not from Germany. I'm from New Zealand. What I'm saying is that despite those insurmountable odds... You don't commit, man. You got to commit to the bit. I've always said that about Do you. not tell me <laughs> to commit to Zion, bitter! Because <laughs> if you piss off Germans, shit gets real real all of a sudden. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All I'm saying is that despite the fact we didn't take supplies, mm. we don't need to worry about the supplies anymore. We could survive on oxygen and walking daily. There's only five to go. Oh, I see what you're saying. We're so close to like we can see. We can people s- can't hear us, but they can, you can see, see us. Okay, you can see a, you can see a church spire in the faraway town. You're close enough to like civilization to a settled town that they've got a, a, a spire, some sort of church spire. What religion there. are the Nepalese? Yeah, I wouldn't imagine you get a lot of spires down near the base. Well, I don't know. Of you tell like I don't know. They're Buddhist what are, predominantly. Nepal? Are they? At a guess, that's probably right. Hey, good on you, Nepal. Yeah, this is a pretty relaxed one. Shout out, massive shout out to massive Nepal. Shout out and to Buddhists, actually. Yeah, yeah mate, you covers more landmass, mate. Got to get the numbers up. Get all your shout outs out now. Get them all out at the top. Jesse, happy birthday from your dad and your uncle Mac. Yeah. Shout out. Any other shout outs? Shout out to uh, my son, your son Kevin, who's doing his yeah. first ever half to... Ironman marathon yeah. today. At five years old, Kevin, Good we're on cheering him. you on from here. God bless. We're so pr- it's too bad your dad couldn't make it. There's just business was calling. I just um, I've got to drive the truck. That's why I'm ringing the radio to get the shout out to you, mate. Shout we're out. Not on, we're not on the radio. Ah. Anyway, soon though. I'd like to talk about. This is a sentence which I always sort of am surprised by my saying I'd like to talk about grown ups too ah, please tell me more first of all uh, I noticed Franz or Fritz whatever your name is uh, that Jansport undeniably stumped up some money for this movie they did this time 
They hadn't in all the other times we've watched <laughs> they the movie. They had, but they've done it but so well. My theory is that Jansport is so popular mm. and ubiquitous that mm. you don't even notice their product in there because you're so used to seeing a Jansport backpack, it doesn't even jar you out of the world of the film. You're just like, oh, of course. I appreciated that you had the audacity to use ubiquitousness. Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. Ubiquity. I only know about it because of Roy Ayers. Yeah, you chucked it in there with such a lot of enthusiasm and confidence, but you kind of slowed down when you got to like a speed bump in the road. No, it wasn't like a speed bump. It was like me slowing down past a a fancy restaurant in my new car to be like, Ah, Ubiquitous. Yeah, I'm like, hey, looks delicious. Yeah, my car is called Ubiquitous. I'm showing off my car to the diners. Oh, right. So you were slowing down for everyone else, not for yourself. I was slowing down for everyone. Baller. God anyway, damn word well, baller. we sort of derailed the point, but Jan's, Jansport, good work on some subtle oh, product yeah. placement. Well done, Jansport. I want to know when people talk sales figures about grown-ups too, how many tickets got, or how much it raised, if that includes all the sponsorship deals. Well, it's $80, $80 million is the nine-figure. Do you think $80 million plus probably 80, No, $80 million was the production budget. Or no, so it's what, how much of that is, is, is more of, so it that, made two thirty. It made two thirty mil, but we don't know if that's just ticket sales. Do you at think, what stage that includes DVDs and Blu-rays? If it includes the sponsorship, if you think I don't about know. if you think about product placement, they're not paying on like a, they're not going to chart. They're not on a commission. They're not charting how well the movie does. Then taking a percentage. That so they, you're saying it is in that two thirty? I'm saying. Seeing well, what I'm wondering is how much of the eighty mil Pepsi. production we're budget. Seeing Jansport. We're seeing Mott's We're seeing juice. a lot of Mott's. You know who we should be seeing? Blaze fucking pizza. It yeah. seems like a match made in heaven, you know? Well, with those, We've got a with movie. those delicious fresh ingredients and the, the rate at which they, they sort of churn those pizzas out one after another. Hashtag as delicious as the last. Hashtag art is anal. Those ingredients are fresh, hand-picked, and delicious. And the whole pizza only takes 180 seconds in a flash cooker. How cool is that? The trouble with what we're doing here, Tim, is we're not we're not getting to the end of a lot of a lot of the points. Oh, I, I, I wrote down like I didn't four even know you points. had a point. Where are you going no. with this one? You do not mop tar seal. <laughs> All right, tell me more. Uh, when the when Principal Tardio, when the kids, the classic pranksters, probably a couple of sophomores, knowing knowing those guys, probably Larry and Steve. Yeah, they are a real laugh i tell you what but you wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of them you don't want to be on on the back end of one of their pranks because you'll be you'll be walking out of a locker after two months of summer and you'll be pretty thin i heard they once stole the puritans mascot with the dude still in the suit yeah they did and put him on top of the library dude, i was like on the road i was there for you that. you were not i was fully there for that bro that i was the one sick. who suggested we put the skewer like just up through the suit so he actually couldn't get out of the suit that was my idea that is a sick gag larry bro. larry actually fully laughed and said that's a really good idea guy. fully sick that was the do- dopest moment of my god, life god that's fully sick bro anyway so when probably presumably larry and steve filled up principal tardio's car with blue paint in the car park oh yeah and he opens it and all the paint comes out yeah the janitor the yeah. school janitor is standing next to him in the car park on the street with a, 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 a mop in a bucket on wheels full of hot soapy water mm. i've never seen anyone mop tar seal before it's, it's about eight thirty, nine o'clock depending on when the school day starts yeah what is he doing out there <laughs> this is a guy who's so good at his job that even on the last day of school Everything is so clean. The only place left is Principal Tardio's car to clean. That's it. 
And so do you think he knows, because it's a yearly prank, he knows that the car's going to be filled with blue paint and he's, he's standing so by? He's so ready, bro. But he's you ready enough <laughs> to not tell him. Though. Yeah, if he's such a good employee, you'd think he'd tell Principal Because he enjoys a good gag, just because yeah. he knows doesn't mean And you wouldn't want to dob in Larry and Steve, because if you fuck, get on no, the wrong side of Larry and they Steve, will they, ruin will, you, they will bro. fuck you up. They will, they will actually ruin you. They really, yeah. Fully sick. Those guys are classic. Honestly, if you're listening, Larry and Steve, shout outs to you guys. You're, you're an inspiration. Just some of the most classic sort of pranks I know. A little while ago, during the Steve Buscemi mystery tour, I theorized that Steve Buscemi's character in Grown Ups 2 is a time traveler who sustained his injuries that we see in the second movie, but are never fully explained, that those occurred because he had traveled back in time and seen him fool around with his own girlfriend and kick his own ass for hooking up with his girlfriend on a different timeline. It's certainly one of the more spacey mystery tours. Or so we thought, bro. <laughs> because today, in the party scene, everyone's in 80s garb, except in one shot, and I think it's the fight scene between Adam Sandler and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, Stone Cold's in this movie, folks. <laughs> and everyone else like is in 80s garb. it's a big <laughs> Like someone listening to the podcast for this long wouldn't already know Stone Cold. Oh yeah, by the way. Well, last week just reminded me how many superstars there are in this that I've normalized. You know? It's just like, oh yeah, there's yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sorry, anyway, I disrupted your point. <laughs> someone had to. So during that shot when they're fighting, there's uh, two hands and cast arms up in the touchdown position, which is the same position Steve yeah, Buscemi the background of frame. To. Big sort of surreal arms almost. So you don't see his face. You see the arms. I think it's a nod to the fact that, Tim, you were right. <laughs> which they figured out while they were shooting the film, yeah. which is which interesting is, in itself. I think which they figured out when they were listening to the podcast and they've since written into the script. <laughs> and somehow gotten into our media that we're watching it on. And so... The arms are the exact same injury he sustains. I put it to you that it's him from the past while he was still injured. That the, the script writers and filmmakers have actually put in hard evidence of that conspiracy theory. This isn't a family movie. This is a time travel movie. This, so the whole, the whole, all the family messages, of which there are many, yeah. reference podcasts 1 through 46 if you want to hear about those, that that is all merely... Uh, Sort of smoke and mirrors to hide the. That's how brilliant this film was made, bro. It took it took two dudes to commit to watching Grown Ups two once a week for an entire year for us to only just trip over what they did on like almost the final. If you want evidence that this thing's coming full circle, is that you're like this is a subtle triumph of cinema. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it really does dovetail nicely against our. uh, well, I mean, coming down the mountain, Tim, we're grateful, we're happy. I don't want to take it away from you. You know, I don't, I don't want to take away the notion that that's true. You were so cocky at the start of this watch, too, guy. That's what I enjoyed. I enjoyed that you went into that because, it, well, to be fair, we both were a little bit. But you, you started it, man, and you were like, "Look at me! I don't even this movie it just goes around me. I don't even take it in anymore. I can just sit there and watch it, and it's fine." I didn't, say, I didn't say the last sentence. I just say the leading and stuff. I did say I feel like I'm covered in like a non-stick surface and the movie just happens around me and I'm immune. What I didn't anticipate was how long the movie is. Um, 
Which is 101 minutes still. Which is interesting considering we've seen <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. Mm, four dozen I guess, times. I don't know. Three dozen times. I guess the thing is it takes you on a, every, every, every watcher journey. That's what I've always said. Every watcher journey. I'm going to get that printed out and put in a shitload of uh, fortune cookies. Because every watch takes you on a, on a unique journey through your emotions. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? At the start of it, I'm I was, going to say that I don't because I want to hear you explain this. I, I was, yeah, I was at the start of it. I was arrogant and I was like, "Oh, this is fine." Like, how how many times can you let something get to you when you know it's coming back for more? Sure. Like, this is totally okay. Not okay, but just like not. I was numb. I've said it before. I was de- and this was a numb viewing initially, but then eventually, I can't remember the specific moment, but it was part of the movie. Um. <laughs> I got really restless and sort yeah. of quite aggravated. You started playing with stuff in the room. I started room. playing with stuff you. in the room. I wanted to shout out, but um, I didn't. And we've done that a few times, eh? Yeah, we're just fine. in the middle of the movie. One of us would just just scream. Uh, and I, but I, you know, it's weird. I think it's a, I think it's fair to bring out how arrogant I was at the start of the movie for that. You know, for, my, for this new fortune cookie I'm launching, which is every every watcher journey. Uh, it's difficult to market a fortune cookie with only one message because, I mean, by definition, it sort of removes the mystery of the of the fortune cookie. So I've got an idea. We're still ironing out a few of the kinks there. What if you only put a fortune in every second cookie? Oh. And then you either get that advice or no advice. Now you're really playing with the game because... What would you do if you opened up a fortune cookie with yeah. nothing inside it? Dude, I would go so deep inside my <laughs> mind to try and find meaning into what... It would be like a really zen comment. You think that you means could you look, up, so much you look down, it. there's nothing in your fortune cookie, then you look up and you're just floating in purgatory? Well, mentally, yeah, because you'd be going like, does it mean there is no meaning to life? Does it mean I shouldn't be looking to desserts for authority on how to live my life? There's a lot of questions being asked. And then my mind goes to... Have you just tripped over a beautiful metaphor for grown-ups too, which is an empty cook, fortune cookie, which we're trying to read oh, yeah. the meaning of or, when there's no filling? Or the final thought you'd probably have if you opened an empty fortune cookie would be like, or did they just make a mistake at the factory? Are you suggesting <laughs> we're, we've gone nuts? I'm suggesting <laughs> so, someone's made a mistake at the factory. <laughs> And we shouldn't be talking about empty fortune cookies. And (laughs) And what person? At the fortune cookie. Me, at my new fortune cookie factory. No, go deeper than that guy. Are you talking about the people who made the movie or us? I'm talking about, I don't know. Or the people who made us. Is this a slight on our parents? This has nothing to do with our parents. (laughs) This is probably something to do with our parents. But this has nothing to do with our parents. Look, man, I'm just trying to... Just trying to shoot the breeze with my pants. No, do you know what you're trying to do? You're trying. You're 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 taking several steps back from the edge because you don't like what you say. You're not a fan. I'm a massive fan. Take just, my hand and spit into the abyss, Guy Montgomery. I just had look idea. at it. I just had a little Being idea. friends with it for a dessert business. I didn't think it would come to this. You're trying to wig out. You're trying to wig me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it too. It's happening. Time for a shining light. <laughs> Here's one. In the scene where you first meet Shaq, there's a slightly overweight blonde woman, long hair, and she's wearing a green dress. And she, just over the shoulder of the lads, uh, you see her load, hmm, I'd say no less than four dozen rolls of toilet paper into a grey panel van. And then, do you reckon she gets in the driver's seat? 
Do you think maybe she gets in the passenger seat? That's what seat? I'd do if I'd already loaded up all my toilet paper. That's what I was expecting. She went back to Kmart, man. Do you know the thing with Kmart is they've just got so many of your essential needs in one convenient place and all priced at sort of, you know, something affordable. Yeah. It's you all know, there. It's all there. It's all there. <laughs> my shining light uh, was where the party... Wiley, the driving instructor, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi is dressed as Flavor Flav, mm. and um, I've always so, sort of taken it for granted that he, he keeps sort of throwing out sort of Flavor Flav references or you know lines which would allude to the way Flavor Flav speaks. What my shining light is Wiley's commitment to character. For, for an 80s costume party. He is so method. He did not break through the whole... No one else is doing that. Stone Cold's not talking like the Terminator. Adam Sandler's not busting out Bruce Springsteen hits. Wiley is Flavor Flav for the duration of that party. I have to correct you. <laughs> Just on the end, because it's not for the whole party. Because that laugh he gives as it cross-dissolves into the final sequence... Look, no. That's don't, not a Flavor Flav Don't laugh. let that take away from... From the Wiley's commitment to character sure. at the eighties party. What okay. that is is that was they were finishing the shoot, and Dennis Dugan freaked out and was like, "Oh shit, Steve, we don't know how to end this one. We're just gonna need to pick up. It's just you laughing, okay? We'll just fucking crossfade or whatever." And he's like, "Ah, oh, I've just made this really big decision for my character Wiley, in which he doesn't break Flavor Flav character the whole party. He's like, we're probably not gonna use it. Just, just throw it in." And he did it, and then. And now, you know, it's come back to bite him on the ass, and that's not fair. I like that your Steve Buscemi has really, like, highlighted what a great actor Steve Buscemi is. It's cool, yeah, man. Steve Buscemi's that. patting himself on the back through this entire film. He should be, man. Boardwalk Empire. Peace, bro. Steve Buscemi. Performance yeah. from the heavens. I haven't actually or watched Boardwalk hell. Empire. Neither have I. I heard it's good. <laughs> this is about ready to jump onto a little bus. Yeah, it probably is. We painted it up ourselves. <laughs> and on the side of the bus, it reads... I wonder what Paul McCartney would think if he heard us singing this. Probably nothing good, eh? Roll up for the mystery tour and roll up. It's been inspiration. Roll up for the mystery tour. The Steve Mystery Tour is coming to take you away. Coming to take you away. Take you today. Yeah, it is time for the Steve Buscemi Mystery Tour. Down Wisteria Where Lane. Where we go to Wisteria get, Lane. That's right. And visit what? a couple of desperate housewives you may have seen on the silver screen and before. And Eva Longoria's most recent love interests. You won't guess. It's Terry Hatchett. That's right. They're both coming out of the closet. And throwing off that macho, uh, chasing, straight image, desperate housewives look that they had. Now they're a couple of gays and they're loving it. That's right. And Steve Buscemi, or Wiley, moves in next door. And uh, Here's how the theme song goes. (laughs) Come and knock on our door. (laughs) I know this theme song. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are his and hers and hers and three's company too. It's Three's Company. It's a reboot starring Steve Buscemi, uh, Lois Lane from Lois and Clark. 
and uh, the, go- the ghost from that Paul Rudd movie where Eva Longoria is a ghost. <laughs> what movie is that? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I think she- <laughs> her and Paul Rudd are married, and then she dies, and then like he's trying to move on, and she keeps coming back as a ghost. I hope, that's, I hope that's real. I've just made <laughs> I hope up a whole not. movie. Anyway, God, so damn. that's the those are the roommates. It's Wiley from Grown Ups Two, Lois Lane, and a ghost who has lost Paul Rudd to someone who's still living. How could CBS not pick it up? Is the more pertinent question. Some people will say why. CBS will say how not. So that question is either you know you putting your hand up for a role at CBS. Or the exact reason that you do not work. And you heard, Brian. CBS. I just got cast as Steve Buscemi. In that sitcom. In Three's Company Reboot, 2015. That's incredible. Yeah. Leave that door closed. It's so hot in here. <laughs> it's so hot, Brian. My back is sodden. It's like I've been driving in a car with leather seats for <laughs> nine hours. No, the reason I shut all the doors is so we don't get heaps of outside noise. But you can no no, no no if you're gonna be a child we'll, we'll about sweat it, it out fine. <laughs> All right, so we're in the land of the Three Company reboot, <laughs> yeah, and and Wiley is hosting a drinks because he's trying to get rumpy pumpy with Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. But guess what? He's got a seven a.m. exam tomorrow morning. He's teaching one of the... He's doing a driving exam. Jesus Christ. Hold on. So I'm playing Steve Buscemi, who's playing Wiley. Uh, look, playing not... Steve Buscemi. No. No, no, no. How does this work? <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> What's important is that Wiley, on Wisteria Lane, hosting a drinks party to try and get it on with Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Eva Longoria is moaning about Paul Rudd in a corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. But he's he's got a driving exam tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Not one he has to take, one he has to issue because yeah, he's, yeah. A he's a driving, driving instructor. instructor. Yeah. Even even in Wisteria Lane. I don't know where that is in America. It's got to be inland. New Jersey. I've never seen them at the beach. NJ, bro. Oh, but then they've, they've got, got the Jersey in, Shore. Yeah, they got... So I hear. <laughs> Unless that's all a conspiracy too. Snooky. Um... Anyway, so he's got this driving test and he's he's trying to encourage Lois Lane to stick around and, and she just wants to, to have another have a port. She's got a really nice bottle of port and uh, she's like, oh, come on, Wiley, let's just drink this bottle of port together. And Wiley's like, you know, I'd love to, but uh, Wiley's like Alma Fudd from New Jersey. Uh, I got a driving... I'm hunting and Christopher Walken yeah. raised him from age eight. It was... Yeah, yeah. It was a stick Anyway, bad. so... But, Lois Lane, using her powers of persuasion, talks him around and they split this bottle of port. Mm. And the next morning, and this is where Three's Company kind of meets Desperate Housewives in terms of sort of dramatic plot, because Three's Company would never address this. This is sort of like flight with Denzel Washington. Wiley gives a a lesson. He does the exam at 7 o'clock. And the kid, and and when you're doing the driver's exam, uh, you've got like your own driver's wheel and an emergency brake so that yeah. if the, someone starts fucking it up, it's like, don't worry, kid, I got this. Boom. Uh, and the kid runs runs an intersection, mm. runs a stop sign, mm. and there's a big 18 cab <laughs> a big rig. truck, big rig coming up. And uh, Steve, Steve Buscemi reaches across and slams his hands, because he's not accelerated on his side, slams his hands on the kid's leg 
into the accelerator and they just get past the big freight train and onto the other side of the intersection. But he rams into a lamppost with yes. his arms down there yes. holding the foot on the accelerator. Yes, he does. His, he gets caught on either side of the steering wheel and rams into it, his arms frozen in the touchdown position. Absolutely, I'm with you. His body left with nothing but maybe 40 or 20% feeling. I cannot remember the exact number. Medically accurate, good enough. He has to run away from town because he knows he's got too much alcohol in his bloodstream to get away with it. That is the Steve Buscemi mystery tour. What do you say? I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you 110%. I think it's going to be a really good meaty role for you. Me playing Steve Buscemi, playing Wiley, playing Steve Buscemi on Three's Company, The Reboot 2015. Yeah. On Wisteria Lane, crossover series. Really looking forward to getting to know Lois Lane better, to be honest. You won't get no Lost Lane. Lost Lane's played by Terry Hatcher. Yeah, and journalists are fun. People to hang around. It's a real alcoholic. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a great time. Uh, where else do we need to visit? What's next on our destination map? Because I've got a feeling. Yeah, I've got an idea. I, I have some semblance that there could be some judgment going on. It could be judgment day. If you... <laughs> oh, that's what you're doing. You're on a pound as well. <laughs> yeah, right. I was knocking on the door. Okay. Because who's that? It's me! It's Patty! <laughs> Whoa. Who? It's Patty, let me in! Hold on, hold, hold the phone there, mate. Now, exactly what are you here to do? What do you want with us? Came to fucking party, bro! Yeah, when? Right now! Who are you again? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to. So that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic. I don't know if you remember. And the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash all time. Patty Schwartz, party time. It's Patty Schwartz, party time. It's party time with Patty Schwartz. Shorts, he's wearing shorts Cause it's summer and he wants to show off his dumb new cast Patty Schwartz, party time He's got 20 kilos of self-raising flour What's he cooking in there? What's he building in there? It's Patty Schwartz, party time It's party time With Patty Schwartz Um, yeah, I mean, it took a while but we got there We'll go with the real life one first I heard online, which means it's true It's that not true Patty Schwartz and Miley Cyrus are making heaps of sex tapes 24-7 Full credit 365 <laughs> All the time Yeah, that's, you know what? That's entirely up to them, you know? Oh yeah, Frankly, definitely <laughs> Do it Do it, absolutely do it Don't upload them to iCloud Watch them, delete them Shoot them again. Though. If the information's out there, the hackers are crazy. They'll hack anything. <laughs> it's not like someone's grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy. <laughs> Those hackers. They're not Any- magic, bro. They're not magicians, you know? They're what? fine. Yeah. Good luck to them. <laughs> um, the sex tapes I have no desire to watch. I just like that he's making them. I like that they exist, and I like it's an activity that he's... What if getting involved in? he was really into role play and one of his sex tapes was an exact shot for shot remake of the scene at the quarry? <sighs> uh, elaborate. Elaborate. But Imagine. they have to act out every single character and then so they do it with a green screen or whatever so that they populate the entire landscape of the shot. There's like 85 people in that scene. Yeah, I know. It's a detailed sex tape. Okay. Some real high production values. Oh, so they have like locked off cameras and they do that thing where you can be in the shot with yourself. Be like, yeah, but I don't know. They've done it real nice, so yeah. it looks like they're all separate people. Even though their bodies and faces are all the same, it's like the way they're moving around and interacting with each other, it looks like there's a bunch of people there. You have to look kind of close to know. Would you shoot the whole video at once before you have sex? Because that shot would take yeah, yeah, days. It's, it's a pretty expensive sex tape. Like Sting ain't got nothing and on these not, I mean, to be honest, the, I guess the disappointing thing for me when I watched it was they didn't even eventually have sex. It was just exactly what I've described. A shot-for-shot shot remake of the scene at the quarry in Grown Ups 2. Well, And it's only Patty Schwartz. They did all the lines. This, I mean, it was it's, it's bang on. Well, hold on. If it's got this following line, then we've got a hit on our hands. And if not, then it doesn't. Does it include the cool Zoom? Where Braden Higgins says summertime with his thumbs up, glasses yeah. on, and the lilo. There's a video out there on the internet of Patty Schwartz doing that exact thing. Well, guess what, bro? We got a hit on our hands. <laughs> We didn't produce it. We're not going to see any of the profits. It doesn't matter. I'm excited for whoever will, which is Patty Schwartz, obviously. Yeah. He anyway, made that sex tape. My Patty Schwartz party time uh, is... I had the, a movie one too. Oh, you go. Mine is movie two. It was his hair. I don't think we've paid enough attention to it. It's a good classic frat boy hairdo. Because you're seeing a lot of David Spade and seeing a lot of Brayden, and you've both got blonde straggly hair. Patty Schwartz has blonde hair too, but it's not straggly. It's no, delicious. It's, it's, it's a brownie blonde. Dusty. It's a dusty. What's your one? Uh, it's at the at the party. He's There's one shot where he's tugging on his shorts heap, heaps. Just tugging on his shorts. So either he's he was nervous as an actor and didn't know what to do with his hands, which is a real problem you face if there's a camera on you. Whore. Ricky Bobby does a very funny joke about it in Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah? Anyway, it's either that or... 
it's a decision he made as the character he was playing. Being awkward. Being and the Patty Schwartz not being awkward. He had to go pee. Ah. Oh. But he can't let anyone know that because you're in the middle of antagonizing the entire town. Fantastic actor playing a role where he has to do the potty dance or real-life awkward Aquaman son of a governor. You decide, internet. I feel like we should throw a text number out. You know, 399, text 399. We hey. don't know where that will go. Where yeah. does 399? Three, not even enough digits. It might just bounce. It'll probably come back to you. That's Hopefully okay. costing you nothing. We could put a poll on Facebook. I'm definitely not going to do that. And yeah. I know you're not going to do it, so... I'm always making polls on Facebook. Yeah, you are not. Yeah, nah, man. All the time. You're a fucking liar. What we are doing though, I'm going to mention it again. We're trying to get money off people. We're trying to perform a shakedown. Yeah, an we online want to do, shakedown, look, guys. We want to do the 50 second episode in LA. We've booked Cine Family. Yeah, it's on. It's going to happen on February 17th. Well, I mean, either Cine Family is going to have us <laughs> and no one, or us and a lot of people, or Cine Family is just going to be empty on the 17th of. We're just going to be left with a bill. What are you... Oh, you're alluding to the fact that we might not come yeah, to LA yeah. if they don't give us money. That's right, what I was trying it. to do. And we've also got another event after it. Yeah. At the next night. Yeah. Special event. At, at UCB. UCB Sunset. Because UCB are good people. And Cine Family are good people. Everyone seems so to be good people. And the, the, we just... But we need it. And I'll tell you what, we approached a couple of airlines, folks. They said no. Yeah. I think... <laughs> and I, I was so sure that we'd get flights. And then I think... I said this to you. I was overconfident. I I didn't realize that airlines don't value advertising on grown ups too focused podcasts. I think I texted you words to that effect when you said I can't believe they weren't interested, and I said, "Yeah, it's a really fucked up idea." Yeah, I think I lost. I'd lost perspective. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're both so in too deep. We've mate. got this. We've got this Kickstarter. It's on. You can link to it through the Facebook. Page. You guys still believe us, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know we're doing the right thing here, right? Yeah. Uh, also, we just need a few dollars, man. <laughs> get back on our feet. That's all we're asking for, man. You know us. We're friends. We're not crazy. We went through grade school together. It's me. It's really Steve. Hurt my throat. <laughs> anyway, um, the other thing is that we recently did a crossover podcast with some guys at Reader and Weep, in which we discussed. Uh, it's called Read and Weep. We discuss grown-ups too. They're really fun guys, so you can find that somewhere as well. And that's it. I want to go for a walk. It's stinking hot. Fuck, is it hot? Well, I walk to the to water. I don't want to go for a walk because it's stinking hot. It's, it's not hot. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like even a walk in the sunshine would be less hot than this living room right now. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's like we've, we've locked real, ourselves in a greenhouse. We're real, yeah, we're on a real anthill here and there's a five-year-old outside with a brand spanking new magnifying glass. There must be such a weird concept if you're listening in America because it's winter there. It's like winter. It's like winter, man. It's like the opposite of summer, man. But we don't get snow here. They no, it's like snow it's, over there. It's real cold, man. Hey, and shout out to all my peeps in Nova Scotia while I'm here too. You guys are dope. Yeah. Hey, big ups, Nova Scotia. Big ups to the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> f- With like, someone? <laughs> like, there is a friend group, because I think there's only one collection of people. But it's it's reasonable numbers. Someone's like, downloading in Dubai. You're sixth most downloaded country, or fifth most downloaded country. Sixth, and we've got I a think. lot of countries yeah, yeah. on so that list that they track. Thank you very much, United Arab Emirates. But who the fuck are you guys? Like, what's your story? Dubai. Can you please get in touch if you're from UA? Uh, that was episode 47. We are at base camp. Hey. Repeat, we are at base camp here on the worst idea of all time. Join us next week when we review Grown Ups 2.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.